<laughs> I often try to think of like, all right, this podcast is not clearly not connected with the world. What's another idea? And uh, you'll know it's it's uh, gotten to be a really bad way for both of us when Jared and I are doing one of those TV shows, but it's Ken Burns Baseball, and we, <laughs> we do the entirety of it. I miss sports so bad. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So uh, we're not doing Ken Burns Baseball this week. We're doing Winnebago Man. <laughs> Scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Which. Uh... I'll admit I had seen before, uh, but I don't know how. I'd, ne- I'd never been exposed to any of these videos. You know, actually, you you can attest to this. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of like I guess morally opposed to any YouTube video anyone tries to send me. Like it's funny, I will watch how many movies a week, hours. But very opposed to internet culture. It, yes, I I do not. You know, if someone you talk says it, down to me about Twitch, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep you away from these predators. Apparently, that you support <laughs> instinctually. I was right in that regard. Shout out to what was his name, Doctor Despair, or whatever. Or... Disrespect. Disrespect. I was close. You know what? I, whatever. All right, here we go. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy. I don't know what the fuck I'm reading. I'm gonna slate this fucker. Fuck. 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 Shit, you big dumb son of a I don't want any more bullshit from anyone. That includes me. I love this clip. I watch it like every time I'm in a bad mood. Oh, I've seen this like hundreds of times. This guy's a legend. Fucking make my mind work. <laughs> Dad Rebney would be the holy grail of stars to meet from these videos. We could never find him, so we just assumed he was gone. You start to think, well, who is this guy? What happened to him? That's weird. There's no property. There's no cars. There's no voter registration. What does that mean? You don't want anybody to really know who you are and what you're about. This is Jack Rebney. It's inconceivable to me that you would have any interest in this, but if you want to talk, I'm interested. Hello, I'm Jack Rebney. I'm known as the angriest man on earth. Kutrama, that you will need. Kutrama? What is that shit? <laughs> Jack has always wanted an audience. I just don't think that you're taking advantage of this group of people that you can talk to. I have no relationship with you two. The only thing it will come to is how oh, this guy's been fucking crazy all his life. I'll give you a couple of diatribes. Action Jack. How's your audio? Is everything all right there? Security guard right there. Call the police now. Get the Gestapo. <laughs> Want to talk about me? Yeah. I'm very old. I'm very crotchety. What else is new? If you don't like it, pack up. Get the fuck out. Winnebago Man is about, I've even forgotten the, uh, the guy's name, Jack Rebney. Um, so this 
what became a YouTube video apparently had been circulating as like a VHS tape that people old fashioned would copy, like a, I guess like the fucking right. ring or something, uh, <laughs> and, and pass it around. Um, basically like, I, I mean, I don't know if this one would stick out now, but it's like basically like a public freak out video, which now that everyone has smartphones, especially in the age of COVID. Yeah. I mean, you see this shit constantly Every, with some, someone having a meltdown. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it was uh, much more unique back then. I imagine some kid watching Winnebago, man, like <coughs> wondering what the big fucking deal was and why <laughs> his well, father. Or it's a full feature length documentary. It's eighty five minutes. Oh. Uh, it played uh, South by Southwest, um, you know, in two thousand nine, and was released in I'm assuming very limited fashion on the same day of Predators. So we did not have our eye <laughs> on the ball in internet culture. Uh, July 9th, 2010. So we're doing a 10 year anniversary on this. And the only thing I know about it is that you have suspicions of a homoerotic relationship between <laughs> Mr. Revney and his dear friend, his only friend apparently on the planet. And look at you, you disgusting animal. Like, how dare you? <laughs> well, there's a lot of, um, you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to pick up on the threads and crumbs in Getting this some film. vibes, are you? Getting some... <laughs> are you feeling the love between two friends? There's there's some things there. <laughs> I'm no Rhodes Scholar, sir, but... <laughs> but you just have a sense of when dicks are touching. Is that what you're saying? I, uh, Gaydar started uh, beeping quite a bit, yes. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I but... knew the Seinfeld thing was going to come because... <laughs> Yeah, at least once. <laughs> uh, to be honest, uh, it really has nothing to do with no. the film proper, other than um, this guy has had. Well, I wouldn't say for whatever reason he's very high strung. It's not just that the video that's shown is like you know him having a bad day. Uh, when they find him and start to interview him about his life, he he has this real like fake way of speaking, like this really kind of. Uh, like masterpiece theater kind of like he's doing, he's like hosting the conversation, which I know I'm kind of in the same thing with you, but <laughs> you, you get, the, uh, unfortunately, and I, I did get a complimentary, I guess, mini review uh, text message from Hiro on our blue lagoon episode that mm. uh, he quoted back to me, me talking about, I guess, disparaging the film because I know what it feels like to have my dick floating in the ocean. It feels good. Uh, which I didn't realize I was coming across as like combative about that. Like, how dare you tell me something I already know? Like, <laughs> it's fantastic. I don't need you to repeat it to me. <laughs> but he pointed out, he's like, you're really letting people into your world, aren't you? And so when we do sober cinema, I feel like you are getting the closest approximation to how <laughs> I feel no about other <laughs> No, not at all. But this guy. I'm like, why is he, why is he doing that? And to credit the film, they have many visits with him. And there's mm -hmm. a point where he admits that he is, he's been kind of faking it. Uh, he's been kind of playing up to the camera, giving them the ending to the story that he thinks they want. But no, what they really want is the version of him fucking flipping mm -hmm. out and cursing at them. And you get that, you get that in, uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit too long for me. Like I, I didn't understand the, like the infatuation with this guy. I just felt like you were being kind of cruel to him by getting him agitated. It, it hits that point of, you know, back when we were in middle school and we would curse excessively just because we had discovered this, hmm. 
new form of <laughs> speaking that we were not supposed to be doing. Going back to our Blue Lagoon episode where we discovered something else and did it to excess. <laughs> Might as well have had fucking rocks underneath our testicles <laughs> dragging them across. <laughs> that movie's really stupid. I'm sorry to break my line of thought there, but you've got the sand, like... <laughs> The sand is so much softer than a jagged rock on your nuts. It makes no sense. Um. Sorry. I, I I've did listen to the episode, and the amount of times I said Jack Shack, I was just like, I'm like, let's not do it. That's Because like, I'm, I'm going to be like Winnebago Man here where I go back into that. It's like I've got more material. I'm like, where would I masturbate on that island? I'd go here, and then I'd go there. Make a soft pile of leaves. <laughs> God bless, son. I'd have no shelter. I'd have that taken care of, though. <laughs> Stay away from that side of the island. It's evil. I mean, even just fucking gravity helps, dude. Just stand up. <laughs> Don't be a lazy shit. <laughs> Fuck, go in the water like it takes care of itself. Just stand up and point it. <laughs> Whatever you like. I'm finding water with this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Shit, I don't even remember what we were talking about now. Uh the the excessive nature of getting this oh, guy yeah, yeah. agitated. I uh, yeah, it seems like they really actually wanted him to have a heart attack on film, which I sometimes expect suspect that of you <laughs> for taping. Um, yeah, that's kind of my shtick. Uh, I'm I'm the one that's overly angry too much. But it doesn't work for you though. Like, I mean, are you saying that from the uh, perspective of when you get older, you're less in, enthused on seeing someone freaking out because you <laughs> can your poor heart not take anymore? Like, I've <laughs> had enough of those myself. I don't need to see this old man being chased down by an internet sleuth to get him to like curse at him. Like an athlete watching another athlete. <laughs> it makes your bones you're creak just watching. Ah, uh, you're too angry. Uh, you're gonna kill yourself. Slow down. Um, my main problem with the dude is for somebody that constantly goes on about how he doesn't care about what people think of him. Like you said, he picks all of his words very carefully. Like everything he says is from something that he's calculated in his mind mm -hmm. to want to write a book to. I mean, it's just... <clears throat> he doesn't seem to have natural conversations. He just gives speeches no. that he's already kind of prepared for that moment. As friends, we talk back and forth with one another. There's a mm -hmm. give and take. You throw the ball back, you know, whatever. He's always talking at you. Mm -hmm. He's always talking at you, like throwing his words at you, if you could. He is throwing them at you. They He has this thing they prepare where they go to Walmart and... Oh. It's not that I disagree with, I guess. I, I don't know if his stance is like that these huge chains are like, you know, running out the uh, independent store owners, the mama pops. Or, I don't know. Like I, from a broad perspective, I'm like, well, okay, yeah. I can kind of agree with that. But I'm also like, dude, by you doing this, you're kind of, <laughs> you're kind of making me side with Walmart behind you. Like the, the poor employee that's like, can you please not film here on this? Like, <laughs> You know, like, I mean, I can talk out both sides of my mouth. I'm on a podcast. Like, would I go over if I'm like a lowly, like sort of like underpaid, especially in these times, with being face, faced with angry people when they're asked to wear masks or disease or whatever, assuredly underpaid people. I'm not going out. If I see some old dude ranting and raving and someone's taping him, 
I'm not touching it. Like, you know, that. So, on the one hand, I can agree with Winnebago Man, where it's like, you know, like, mind your fucking business. I think he calls him a Nazi. <laughs> like, something. He, he goes on a big routine about calling the Gestapo and this, yeah. that, and the other. But the other hand is, you just. You got to make the medicine go down. And I, you know, this guy, he was never going to be someone that. Charmed even the people. filmmaker says that. Yeah. Like the filmmaker says, like you're not going to get through to people unless you cut out some of the fucking piss and vinegar, pal. Like <laughs> you're going to have to have a moment here where you're a little bit softer if you want to reach an audience. And it's like there's they're trying, and this is where I guess I blame the uh, the director here, the uh, the the filmmaker. Like you know, there, there's some obvious sweet moments where they screen mm. this video, uh, this compilation of his mini rants when he's trying to make this industrial. Uh, tape or whatever and it's at you know some hipster film festival type thing um which lots of trilbies lots of fedoras <laughs> which that seems you know we we do anniversaries here and this you know comes out I, I don't remember when that was filmed if that was like 2007 8 i don't know at what five. point doing that no no fuck i can't remember the five was the actual video getting passed around but that feels like, wow, this is uh, something that presumably would never happen again because that's why you have YouTube and that's why shit gets, goes viral now. You don't get in a room. Well, I mean, and- we have anthologies of shit that people cut together in their own spare time. Tell you don't for need Grace. fucking <laughs> Poindexter. Need- Poindexter and the crew <laughs> from the Predators. Only they dropped him with his laptop. <laughs> Look, I I shout him out only because uh, what was I? I was watching um, Irresistible, a John Stewart movie that uh, a new a twenty twenty. That's the movie. new one, yeah. That's the one's Chris Evans. Uh, uh, Cooper, Cooper, Chris Evans, Captain America. That's who you're. Oh, okay, never yeah, mind. I was like, we're. I, I got my. Yeah, I mean, you're really shining on Chris Cooper there to be like, you know, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've not even seen the, the trailers. I've just seen the blurb for what the movie is about. Well, Topher, your boy Topher is in it, if that moves the needle in any way for not you. Not my boy. Not my boy. <laughs> and uh, it got me like just looking up. I'm like, what does he do now? Because he has a very like bit part. Like It's more mm-hmm. like someone who's on the come up would be playing assistant you know, X or whatever. And he's uh, been editing. Uh, he edited the Star Wars prequels into one like 89-minute movie. Really? And I'm like, man, I, I fuck. Now that's a video the internet could do that for me. I'd really? love to see, it. but he can't for you know copyright reasons. He apparently just yeah. did it because he was interested in like, I wonder what the prequels would look like if they were just one movie and you cut out most of the bullshit. So in his spare time, he edits, I guess, nerd properties that in his eyes are far too long. And too the uh, the last interview I saw with him, I guess uh, he was announcing, yeah, I'm going to do the Hobbit next. Of course, he's announcing it like this is just what I'm doing in my spare time. Like there's nothing I actually give you people, but this is just on my computer somewhere. So yeah, he's a Poindexter, but he's uh he is my boy. How about that, Jared? Cause I think he's doing a public service. Oh, well, he could also be doing fairly worse. If you've seen the Danny Masterson, uh, ah, <laughs> news lately, oh, God. why do we have to go there? I, you know, I was about to just shame Topher, like, hey, you fucking bitch. Like, screw Lucasfilm. Release them. Release them. Who cares if you get sued to oblivion? But then you take it in a different direction. I'm like, well, I can't. At least Topher, as of, what is today? June 28th, 2020, as far as Jared and I are aware, has never had sex with an underage girl, raped anyone of consenting age who did not consent. <laughs> I want to make that clear in this hypothetical 
uh, and or say something racist. I don't know. I guarantee you will find. I say between our two powers combined. <laughs> Let's go back to you really hating yes. that the Winnebago man found love with another man. The only relationship <laughs> that seems to be warm between the two of them. I don't think that Jack Rebney was getting anything. Watch yourself now. I don't think he was getting anything out of it. Uh, as far as from what I recall, because it's been about months since I watched this. Uh, his friend, he like gave him some direction, maybe let him borrow some money or something of that nature. And I know where your devious fucking mind's going here, that there's some sort of transactional relationship. But as far as the continuity, the mythology Mm -hmm. of Winnebago Man, the film proper, (laughs) uh, they just have a longstanding friendship. And, uh, I think I would have liked to seen more of that as far as like, what, what is his real life like? without these uh, internet detectives coming and harassing him because none of that is going to obviously be real like if you have a, if you knowingly have a camera on you well he's he's got to perform right if he's got the camera yeah. in front of him. he's been encouraged hey, I, to that's the only reason they're there is because they liked his performance as an angry man i don't think it's through any fault of the filmmakers though they've they tried uh repetitively to try and get this guy to open up but he's I swear to you, there's something about old white people. <laughs> when they become old, <laughs> the brain gets these conspiracy theories and racism to the point. <laughs> I swear, I don't know what it is. I swear, like, I'm looking and like, I hope to God that like my brain doesn't morph <laughs> into whatever this is and whatever it becomes to where he's some sort of goes on another Illuminati <laughs> political rant God. While, while sitting on a tree stump. <laughs> Oh, I uh, I'm looking ahead to see what our next movie is, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, for now you've got me like reacting to you, like you are a film Twitter. Where I'm like, please let it be something black, uh, maybe an all <laughs> an all Asian cast, something. Because you, I don't disagree with your point because, like, I work with. I, well, I I just left. Uh, a job, um, oh. and uh, you know, just for just a better situation. It's you know nothing. Yeah. Uh, but man, did I not like the dude that I worked for? Like the the you know, and it's because he was he wasn't even old. Like there were older people there that were sensible, so it doesn't mm-hmm. quite fit. But this guy will be he'll be fucking Magneto when it when he gets to the ripe old age and he's got. <laughs> Well, he was already pretty much bald, but you know when he has the ability to have gray strands or white strands on his head, <laughs> because he just fucking loved conspiracy theories. He he mm-hmm. all, he got all of his news from YouTube. Yep, and I know exactly what the type you're talking about. I mean, it, I just, it got to the point where I just and other coworkers were just like, I just don't, I just don't want to hear it. Like, because I he would just start with something like, "Did you hear?" And I said, "Where did you hear this?" And he's like, "Well, I watched this YouTube video." And I said, "Then no, that's not whatever it is. It's not real unless it is a commercial for a movie or a video game, which is trying <laughs> to sell you something. Like these people are also trying to sell you like uh, chaos and descent because it's fun because conspiracy theories." Yeah, in some weird way, even though all this guy was looking at was stuff that's like going to make his life inherently worse, it's like he reveled. And the possibility and that doom was upon us. Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if there's a movie, like right now, to be topical, I guess, Christopher Nolan is trying to release Tenet, uh, which I know you hate Christopher Nolan because as far as I know, you've still avoided uh, Inception uh, 10 years <laughs> later to this point. 
Uh, which is why, like, that was a kindness Listen. for me on your part that I didn't schedule an anniversary episode for Inception because I'm like, there's no point. Jared is holding that as his cross to bear. It's not even a cross to bear. It's just this bit, a performance piece, if you will, that you, I will go down. You're a fucking Winnebago man is what it is, which it makes no sense. I I finally got you agreed. I, you agreed to watch it with me one night on Blu-ray, and you were so hammered drunk within the first five minutes of the movie that I'm like, there's no way he's going to be able to follow the slightest <laughs> bit of this because – He's over there talking about like an ex-girlfriend. Uh, he's talking about women that he'd like to have sex with that are not even in this movie. <laughs> so yes, that doesn't watch, sound like me at all. <laughs> let's watch Inception. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like Christopher Nolan is trying to get this released into theaters, mm-hmm. and even as a big movie guy, I have the sense to know like. Okay, they're skinning the game as far as getting the theatrical experience going in. Like, reopen the country. Like, you know, Trump doesn't want anything yeah. shut down. Even with liberal-minded Hollywood, they are trying to financially figure out how to part me with my money so that they can sustain their exorbitant lifestyle. And I fucking love movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like – I don't care what you've got. I don't care how great it is. Like, I don't care if it's Inception 2. I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm not going to go sit in an air-conditioned – closed room with a bunch of people during this time period. That guy though, <laughs> he doesn't look at these YouTube channels as like, are they kind of using me for clicks? Are they coming up with crazier and crazier things? So I'll keep clicking on this. And I say that as someone who likes Christopher Nolan movies, but I can still see the strings Except there. Yeah. He, he just, I don't know if he can't see them or if he just doesn't care if he just wants to live in this, like, post-apocalyptic world where he can have an excuse to like use his guns. Needless to say, I'm glad to not be there. Like <laughs> as of tomorrow, uh, and I've got more vacation time and better pay and all that too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, my, I, it's not totally a, uh, a moral decision that was made on my part, but it's a perk. Yeah, Christopher Nolan there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny that they can pull the strings whenever they feel like it, but whenever it comes to actually having some awareness about <laughs> why these conspiracy videos are coming out, they don't want to pull that string. No. They just accept it as gospel truth. I remember there was this guy that I worked with. He's retired now. That's how old he was. Uh, he led one day with uh, Angela Angela, however you pronounce it, Merkel, is a lizard person. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, this conversation is bound to the, be riveting. the confidence of you know that, right? Like, there's no, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not even it's an not opening like for you, discussion there on this you insane see that YouTube theory. Video, it's like, you know, you're, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's on the on that note though. It like, look, I, I'm kind of happy that I was always against <laughs> internet memes and videos, and this is in the the optimistic outlook of it where it's like, watch a man yell. And isn't that funny? Like the, mm-hmm. like Winnebago man is not going to change anyone's minds to hurt themselves or hurt others because some idiot like Joe Rogan is saying, uh, well, maybe I don't need to wear a mask. Maybe I, you know, maybe I, I heard this <laughs> one guy say Joe Rogan is the worst of that. As far as, uh, I I'll shout out, uh, it wasn't his tweet, but uh, of course, if I have mentioned a tweet, it comes from Dave who lives on Twitter. So Dave from <laughs> podcast directed by had a retweet of someone that said, Joe Rogan is what a dumb person thinks a smart person sounds like. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, <laughs> I guess I need 
someone, and I'm not totally blaming this movie, but it, this movie was never going to be for me because I need someone to say, what does this really fucking matter? Like, you know, like this guy, <laughs> if he doesn't have anything to give you or doesn't want to, then stop pushing it. And even if he does, ultimately, who gives a fuck? Like, who gives a fuck what his backstory was? Like, it was funny enough that he cussed at those guys, and, you know, maybe they were like us. Maybe they were trollish dickheads that just wanted to set him <laughs> off that day. So he's trying to talk about this Winnebago. But I guess the need to, like, turn over every rock to try to find something that we think would make our lives inherently more interesting. God damn it, that's what movies are for. And I'm even saying that, like, don't go to movie theaters. I'm saying if you need something to make the time pass and make the world more fantastical, that's why we have Topher Grace giving you his supercut of The <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> I'm somewhere in between the filmmaker of this film, and there there are two gentlemen in the film that were they they kind of like question why this guy is even making this movie. I can't remember. It's a very short bit in the movie, maybe like a minute or two, where it's like, why in the hell would I want to know this guy? Like, he's a buffoon. I'm I'm, a, yes. <laughs> I'm here to laugh at him, and that's it. I don't need anything else. So maybe don't call him a. <laughs> you got multiple instances in the movie where I'm, there's another guy at the theater that's like, yeah, I'm here for the fucking freak show. <laughs> <laughs> Pay my nickel for the freak show. Like, I wouldn't go that far. But also, <laughs> this guy who's like blind and needs yeah. help getting around now, and you're gonna bring out the freak to give his speech, and people take pictures. Of him. Yeah, there, there's some sort of in between ground of like <laughs> the ultimate compassion where. I, I I had this moment where I envisioned you trying to get this guy to open up, and it would have been like, dude, if you're going to talk about bl- political rants and shit, I'm done. I'm leaving this. I'm I don't know why the fuck I even came out here. And he's so combative that I'm sure that it would have been, well, get out of my fucking property. You know, that, that would have been the end of the film. I mean, you're gonna fight the blind guy. <laughs> you can- <laughs> Find your way back home, bitch. <laughs> Which is a sequence in the movie. He gets lost in the fucking woods, and. I don't know. I can't. I can't grasp what they're. they're I, I feel like it felt like it felt like the, even the filmmaker was grasping at like what. What is? How am I going to wrap up the story? Like because I think you're alluding to it's the guys that put on the like short funny video festival. That's like why would I need to know more? Like I mean mm-hmm. they, they like that he's there because it you know their audience fucking eats it up and moves tickets. But those are guys that click on the video and then they look for the next funny video. That's it. I'm, I, they don't have this like, like weird level of crazy compassion for these people in these viral videos. Like I would never condone like, you know, that one kid, they said the star Wars kid or whatever, they bullied him to the point of mm. like, like he had to go get psychiatric help, but I would be like, Hey, where's your lightsaber at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I think that falls into the, the former category that you're saying. <laughs> I mean, you're uh, you know, you're maybe just chiseling away uh, slowly at that 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 rock wall of his, but you're not coming up. With- <laughs> maybe I don't know what what level he was actually getting bullied. It's you, or- you and a thousand other people probably it's like <laughs> got your lightsaber on you, kid. Like that was funny. <laughs> um, I say that, and I never really had much sympathy for that kid because I was just like. Maybe that's going back to the quaint days, I guess. Not the early internet, but the early video days of the internet, the mid-2000s. 
uh, when YouTube uh, became an official thing. I remember, I'm sure you do, and Grandpa Hiro does uh, assuredly, that uh, <laughs> the days when videos had to be like downloaded off sites to pass around. I mean, it was very hard for something I'm to. Shit. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Even those short, stupid videos, you would have them on your hard drive, which that's even worse because it's like, it, it makes me think like maybe that's why this movie exists. That someone had to justify that this was taking up space on their computer as opposed because <laughs> music now, uh, movies with it all being something that streams and then you can click the next box. You never feel like ownership of anything. And I don't know if that's better. If I'm looking at Winnebago Man, I'm saying that's a good thing because people don't need to take ownership of this this man's life like just just let him be like he tried to get away from everyone much less the internet um i don't know but then um, that goes against my nature of like i'm a collector at heart especially when it comes to movies i like (laughs) i like having all my little boxes arranged uh i do do i own winnebago man did i send you a a screenshot oh yeah I think I sold you, hey, this is coming up, and it's like five bucks or something. Yeah, but, yeah, it was one of those, uh, <laughs> I'm scheduling this for the, <laughs> for the podcast, and here you go. Uh, it's uh, a couple of dollars that we uh, can't get on Patreon. Can't, can't support us, even though we give you, <laughs> I was about to say hours of entertainment, but, you know, we, I don't know, what do you think? We, we usually produce about 40-minute episodes. What, mm, how many minutes of enjoyment do you think they get out of it? Ten? Do you think ten's like, is that too high? <laughs> Do they just kind of zone out for the other half hour? Uh, we're batting two fifty, <laughs> even then we're questioning that. <laughs> Is that an optimistic projection of what? Optimistic ten minutes. Please let them get ten minutes of enjoyment. I don't feel like mm. you and I could just do like ten minutes though. Like I feel like we have to like <laughs> we have to like work ourselves up into like a lather, and then we like recede, we tire ourselves out, mm. then we come back for a little bit, and then I look at the <laughs> Skype call, and I'm like, ah, eh, it's been about forty minutes. Good enough. You find one more joke, and then <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> I hope that Jack Grebney finds love, be it man or other man. <laughs> A gay man or gay man. <laughs> the Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm drunk on! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken monster. I mean, honestly, though, not, I know you're trying to end on a joke, but I don't want to get in the weeds, but if you are a gay man... You probably want the gayest man you can find, right? Like what? Why? Let's make this a hundred percent accurate, Jared. Let's make this a sure thing. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. If I, <laughs> I say as straight men, there is no way in God's green earth that I would ever suggest going to the sausage factory. I don't care if it was the tastiest cheeseburger or hot dog or whatever. For the name of that place alone, we are not going to a goddamn sausage factory. <laughs> That's just where you and I differ, because I could easily see myself saying, hey, guys, the next uh, fancy baseball draft <laughs> taking place at the sausage factory. Everybody in. And you do it, Jared, because you care about me. And you'd also like to take pictures of me at the sausage factory. <laughs> Man, if... 
I, I would do it if there was group solidarity of like, all right, we're getting the kielbasa every single one. <laughs> every single one of us has to get a hot dog. <laughs> 